The following program is a podcast1.com production. Here's Love Line with Dr. Drew and Adam Carolla. Yes, it is the Love Line. I'm Adam Carolla. It's Dr. Drew. Phone number 1 800 LOVE 191. Fax number 310 854 4455. Dr. Drew is a board certified physician, addiction medicine specialist. He can help you. Tonight, our guest is uh, Jacinda Barrett. Jacinda was the uh, model from the uh, real world in the UK. Hmm. And. Uh, We've uh, crossed paths many times. She's uh, quite a delight. She is uh, shacked up with uh, Chris Hardwick from uh, MTV. Yes, I believe they're living together. I told him. uh, Chris, who uh, does Singled Out and uh, does a good job filling in for me when I'm not here, although it seems like I'm always here now. Yeah, funny yeah. how that worked. He really got his stride, and then, oh, you never missed a day. Well, he started sound. I started getting reports. He sounded good, so I uh, uh, came yeah. back in. Quite a coincidence. Okay. Uh, anyway, Jacinda's great, and uh, she'll be here. I guess there's a movie premiere or something. You know, that MTV lifestyle drill. <laughs> <laughs> We're all over that in a big way. Uh, can we please have some tickets to the movie awards? Uh, nine! <laughs> Uh, come on. Uh, okay, but you bring your own folding chair and you sit in the back. All right. All right. Uh, anyway. Uh, we had a good show last night, I thought. We did. Yeah, I thought that was a good show. I think, uh, I think Well, uh, compared to the show we had before. Oh, please. Uh, please. Yeah, anything was better. We could have uh, dug up uh, Fatty Arbuckle's <laughs> corpse and uh, laid him across, <laughs> interviewed him for uh, an hour and a half, and it would have been a better show. Uh. Uh, yeah, that was a good show with uh, Alexandra Paul. I really Paul. think you have the hots for her. I really do. No. I think you have these sort of reaction formations. You, you, no. Yeah. No, she works out too much. And, you uh... Like her scar. I, she, poor woman looked like, uh, she was like, uh, like her pirate ship was taken over, uh, by, uh, a, you know, a Spanish galleon or something, and she was run through on, uh, some sort of deck fight. I've never seen a woman with a scar like this. The scar was actually longer than she was. Yeah. Uh, she, uh, she must be, uh, five, eight, five, nine. The scar was six, two. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was, uh, Baywatch's Alexander Paul last night, who we had a little, uh, I had a little difficulty, uh, with when she canceled on us because she had to jog, um, a few months earlier, but, uh, she came back in. She was, uh, fairly delightful and, um, sort of won me back. Oh, good. Uh, but anyway, I don't trust people that work out that much. Yeah. Uh, we have certain things in society that we frown upon uh, if you do too much, and there's other things uh, where we praise you if you do it too much. Right. Uh, if you do, if you drink too much, uh, you're bad. If you uh, nap too much, uh, you're bad. If you smoke too much pot, you're bad. But if you uh, get up at five in the morning and work out for four and a half hours, you're good. Yeah. You're really good. Right. Uh, because if a guy works out uh, an hour three days a week, he's medium good. So if you work out thirty hours a week, you must be really good. Yeah. To me, you're just as effed up as the guy who drinks too much or smokes too well, much or yeah. does it. You're channeling it in a, in a more um, acceptable, yeah. <laughs> at least as far as society goes, a way. But I, I always know I, I could never spend any real time with those people because they're just as effed up as the other guy. Even more. Fat. At yeah. least the guy who uh, says, listen, I'm just going to smoke pot, nap, and watch cartoons is realistic. He's not fighting anything. He's just going with it. But He is just a uh, styrofoam cup that fell in a raging river. He's just, screw it. I'm watching, um, I'm watching the Cartoon Network, and I'm having another bong load. It's what you call compensation, or we might call defensiveness. Yeah, people that work out too much, I get the feeling that they don't trust themselves. Like, if they ever stop for a minute, they might go insane. Right. Me, I'm so comfortable, I never have to work out. 
What if you stop napping, though? <laughs> I would go insane. Imagine that. All right. Uh, to the phones we go. Tyler. Hey. Hey, you're 17, Hi. Spunky. Yeah. <laughs> Hi. Um, my question is, like, um, my, me and my boyfriend have been going out for like a year and a half now, and every time we're alone, even when we're driving in the car, he always wants to be a second. And, like, you know, it's like, it's really getting where, really where, old. Where, where did she go to finishing school and get that? <laughs> uh, he always wants you to uh, pleasure him orally. Right. I'm sorry. Pleasure him orally. And it's like, it's getting really old, and, like, I don't. Do, like, you, do you tell him you don't want to do that? Whenever you get in the car? Anytime. I mean, one time he wanted me to do it, and we were upstairs in my room, and my dad was downstairs watching TV. Mm-hmm. And, have mean, you told him you don't find this acceptable? Well, I just, like, because before, I, like, it was no big deal, but now that he wants it, like, all the time. All right, let me ask, time. this is number three. Have you told him that you find this uh, unacceptable? No, I haven't. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but before. But before, I didn't mind. But right. Now. But still. But still. All right. Uh, Tyler. Yeah? Let's talk to him. Okay. We'll straighten this right on out. All right. I'm sure he what loves you very that? much. I mean, I'll I'll uh I'll do the I'll do the mediating here. The mediating? Yes, I will lead the charge. Okay. And uh, you're lucky I'm in a good mood because it's a it's a very rare occasion when I call a man and uh, chastise him for asking for oral sex from his girlfriend. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Yeah. We're gonna put you on hold. Okay. Uh, Lisa. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the car chase isn't over in the next room. Uh, we're we're going to talk to Tyler off the air. We're going to get her uh, boyfriend's phone number, and we're going to talk to him, and uh, we'll see if we can't straighten out this whole uh, oral debacle. Oh, oh, Tyler, please. It's good. This is It's much easier this way. Okay. You have uh, professionals here. Hey, you have every right to speak up about this. You shouldn't feel at all bad about it. I mean, the guy is tormenting you with this. Is that something you want to do? And you need to learn how to... Uh, Women, please, you, you need to learn how to put yourselves first, or at least at, at equity, at par, you know? Yeah. Women somehow think they're supposed to be... Oh, where stuff. were all these women? Where were these women when I was in high school? Where was the woman who uh, was nauseated by the sight of uh, a penis, yet would have um, continued uh, episodes of oral sex uh, with her boyfriend just because she thought she needed to do it? There's no way I could get away with any of that. Carol. Kara? Hi, Kara. this is Kara. Kara. Okay, what's up? Oh, Kara. Okay, 21. Hi, you two are great. I've been listening to you since March. Thank you. And you're wonderful. Anyway, I had a question about uh, the effects of bulimia. Mm-hmm. Um, I met someone who got vomit in her ears from purging, and I was wondering if this happens suddenly or, you know, from a single purge or if it's, a gradual effect from the stomach. Wait, wait, wait. Is this wait, wait. her purging or somebody uh, telling her a secret about purging? Wait, I think you misspoke. She, what happened to her ears? She got vomit in her ears from purging. What, what does that mean exactly? It got up into her ear canal somehow. You mean like it got in her hands and then she scratched her ear? or what? what no, you it was internally. That, that the pressure built up and went up the eustachian tubes and into the ear. That's a pretty that rare... thing. you think happens? Yeah, that's what it sounds like. I mean, that's a pretty rare... That's from retching. That's a pretty rare thing. Really? Uh, how big are those eustachian tubes? Tiny. Tiny, you tiny. Can't tiny. fit a uh, piece of carrots through there. Yeah, I, I just... I think probably what more happened is that she probably got some erosion in her throats and... In her throats. In her throat, and that caused dysfunction of the eustachian tubes, and she probably got some kind of chronic ear infection as a result of that. Okay. And that makes more sense to me. It's but uh, believe me, you know, th- although... People love these sort of bizarre, dramatic twists, you know, on medical problems. 
but bulimia uh, commonly results in the ultimate demise, death. The vomit in the ears are not. It is a life-threatening disorder. And it, believe me, that's the much more serious issue. 20% fatality with severe bulimia. Right. Okay? It's real, very serious illness, and people okay. often don't take it seriously enough. Right. Okay? All right. Well, thanks a lot. All right. Bye. All right. Uh, what's she going to do? Talk to her friend? She just was curious about the whole mechanics of that. Okay. Brian, 17. Yeah, Adam, Drew, I love you guys' right. advice. I've come to really expect, you know, kind of respect it. And my question... Nowhere for us to go but down. <laughs> yeah. And... Adam, you know, I've heard some of your stand-up on a bootleg. It's kind of neat, you know. Ah, uh, you, you what? certainly have not heard any of my stand-up on a bootleg. A uh, bootleg, yeah. Well, I don't have what? any. What stand-up do I have? Well, when you guys were doing stand-up, you know, when you did it at HFS Festival, you know, and stuff like that, they, uh, some kid recorded it, and I heard it on a bootleg. Oh, uh, yeah, Drew, uh, last uh, year at HFS Festival in yeah. uh, D.C., yeah. I did about uh, 20 minutes. Of yelling corn? Of A material. That corn chant was awesome, Adam. <laughs> no, I just came up and said, uh, just basically said hi and uh, brought out uh, the boss tones. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, anyway. Hey, How can you ever in- give anything entertaining when I'm with you? All right, Drew. Here's my question. I met this friend at a speech festival kind of thing. A what? Uh, well, it's a speech meet. You guys get up and you speak in front of people and get judged on it, you know? Interesting. Huh. Wow. Yeah. Do they give you a topic? Well, you can make it up. I made mine up this year, kind of a gruesome. That is a great skill to have. I didn't, when I was growing up, I didn't realize how important public speaking. Yeah, was. you know, it's it's great because I I want to get into radio sometime. You know, so I, uh, I, I'm not cool. so sure it's necessary for radio. Yeah, yeah, it. yeah, listen, uh, forget about the uh, public speaking training and uh, get yourself on a methadone uh, drip about now. Yeah. <laughs> you don't need skills to get into radio. No, <laughs> you don't even need a license. Drew, anymore. when's the last time we had a laugh uh, that hearty? Public speaking. <laughs> it will, it will, you, it will come in useful. Maybe, probably not in any radio uh, context. Yeah, I'll tell you where public speaking uh, comes in useful uh, as it uh, pertains to radio. Uh, when you get dragged into the GM's office and he starts chewing you out for whatever you did uh, on the air that day, I mean, whichever yeah. uh, uh, sponsor you might have violated uh, right. rudely. Right. It's it's important to be able to articulate yourself uh, when you're defending your job. Mm-hmm. Uh, once you're on the air, though, uh, you don't need any of that nonsense. What's up, Brian? Um, my question is, is, well, I met her at a speech festival, and mm. she was all fine and everything like that. She was normal, and we got to know each other, and we wrote letters back and forth. Well, after a while, she'd get to the point where she just, she turned, and she'd say she's cutting herself. Uh-oh. And, and she kept on telling me that she was contemplating suicide mm-hmm. to make me feel bad. Um, is that your experience of it, or did she somehow spell it out that that was her intent? Well... She, uh, it was a thing where I just picked it up because, you know, I've listened yeah. to you guys for a uh, long time. I'm not sure she meant to make you feel. People that cut and people who are com- chronically contemplating suicide, it's kind of a different syndrome. Yeah, but what what about when people tell people uh, they don't know real well uh, they've, uh, you know, been attempting suicide and cutting on themselves? Something well, called projective identification that people who have a lot of emotional chaos do where they basically externalize their feelings by projecting them onto you. You ever been around people where they make you feel just so uncomfortable and miserable and chaotic? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's projective identification. Everyone I know does that. Right. She, she just, she turned around and... Well, she's not well. It's no, not nothing to do with you. Well. She's not well. She cuts on herself. She, she's got some serious... Well, her re- family is just fine. No. 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 Well, no. well, what I, you know, when I went up to her house, either they're hiding something... Yep. Or, you know, she... Or, or something happened to her along the way. Yeah, I her mean. dad's a doctor. 
And yeah, that doesn't believe me. That doesn't necessarily mean. Uh, well, no, Drew's it, it, kids uh, have a dad for a doctor too. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think they're going to go around and cut themselves. Well, I pray to God you're right. But but you know, people who are traumatized in childhood, various ways. Uh, do that kind of acting out. Uh, what should I do to help her? I mean, as a friend. Make sure she gets proper care. I mean, one of the things that medical people, children of medical families uh, suffer from is uh, a lack of medical care. You know, they don't get the, the doctors. Want to, you know, if you, if, uh, as a parent, a physician, I know what it is to deny when somebody is sick. You just, you just don't want to see it. You go from thinking they're not sick, they're not sick, they're not sick, to, oh, my God, it's the worst thing. You think of the worst possible outcomes. And try to try to get the family, or at least get her, to speak up to her family about getting the care that she needs. Don't let the dad take care of it. Don't let anybody take care of it. Let her get her own caretakers and her own therapist, psychiatrist, whatever it might be, primary caretakers, to get this handled. The contractor always has the worst house on the block. I bet. Because he's so tired of doing building all day, he doesn't want to do it when he gets home. Very true, Drew. David, 22. Hey, how are you? And by the way, uh, our first caller, uh, Tyler, the uh, 17-year-old, uh, her boyfriend is at work, so she says, and uh, we cannot call uh, him. So we will get back to Tyler uh, when we can. Go ahead, David. Uh, actually, I got a question for Dr. Drew. Yeah. Okay, um, this was uh, two nights ago. I was having intercourse with my girlfriend, mm-hmm. and I got hurt. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I don't know what you call it, but it's that membrane. Looks like the one that you got under your tongue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Frenulum. Looks like the one you got under your what? Your tongue. Under oh, your tongue. right. That little thing. Ripped. Yeah. Ooh. All right. So it ripped, but it ripped before. So you heal, and I was all right, and whatever. You know, I fear it's, it has it has to happen. But this happened two nights ago again. It ripped a little tiny, tiny, tiny part, and now I'm really, really sensitive and like. Whoa. It's been, like, like fallen. What kind of sex you having? Regular intercourse. What happened is that I think, like, my girlfriend, she's, like, too small for me. And we always get hurt. Every time, like, either one of us gets hurt. Uh-huh. What happens to her? Okay. Nothing. No, nothing happens to her. This time she, was my turn. Well, you said she gets hurt, but what happens to her when she gets hurt? Usually she gets bruised. Where's the bruise? On bruise. her vagina. Like, on the lips. Bruised. What do you? <laughs> what do you get? A running start, David? <laughs> no. Okay. What? Like now, the deal is. Um, is my groin is really aching about now, Drew. Uh, between the bruised vagina and the ripped frenul- frenulum. Okay. What happened now is that ever since that uh, that happened to me, I haven't been able to stop urinating. I've been going to the restroom every five to ten minutes. Does it hurt when you pee? Uh, it it gives me like a little burning sensation. Yeah, you, you have an infection there, and that, or at least an irritation of the urethra, and that needs to be dealt with. Okay, doctor hey, needs what, to see I that. Go see a doctor? Absolutely, categorically, you could get in the, the, it's all kinds of lovely complications if that isn't properly handled. Yeah, because I like I can even barely like stand my breath. Yeah, you got you got to go, and let and when you see him or her, also uh, show them this tear. So they can perhaps deal with that. I'm not entirely clear what you're describing there, but that needs to be looked is, at. As is well. that little membrane? I, I understand where you're describing, but I'm not uh, clear why what you're describing. So, hey, uh, hold on, David. The, the deal with untreated urethritis. Untru- uh, uh, the, the urethra can narrow, it can stenose, it can, you know, can sort of occlude. Yeah, that's, the, the that's infection can get up into the epididymis and testes. It can affect your fertility. It can definitely hit the prostate and cause recurrent prostate problems. It's a big mess. See a doctor immediately All right. tomorrow. Huh? All, All right, right, David. Yeah. Are you exceptionally large? Uh, that's what my girlfriend says. Like, I really, to be honest with you, I really 
I mean, I never compare myself with nobody else. Oh, you don't know. I'm like, I guess I, I always thought I'm like average. Mm -hmm. But we always get hurt. Like even like I even have trouble going in every time we. Yeah. But that may be could because she's anxious. I mean, there may be. You got to use a lubrication, and uh, she may be a little uptight. Pardon the pun. Yeah, that might be too. All right. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, you go to the doctor. Uh, she goes to the uh, yoga class, and everyone's going to be happy. Hmm. Wow. Wow. It's, it's like his. Um, you know, it's like he's using his penis to open crates or something. I've uh, I've uh, knock on uh, wood. I've never had any uh, serious uh, trauma to ah. the penis. Mm. And Lord knows I've tried, <laughs> but uh, nothing's nothing's taken so far. You don't have the same problem David had, though. Right? Uh, the small girlfriend? Yeah. No. Now, now, never had the big penis problem. And not only that, and I was just thinking about this, uh, he didn't know whether his penis was large or not because he didn't really have anything to compare it to. Right. But don't you think guys sort of know? You know what I mean? I mean, think about that. Let's suppose, uh, you know, you, uh, you went over uh, the side of a ship when you were uh, 10 years old, washed up on a beach like uh, the Blue Lagoon, and you had no other penises uh, to compare yours to. Don't you think you would still know if you had a really big penis or a really small penis? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Why would you know? I knew I had an average-sized penis from the word go. Uh, right after the umbilical cord was cut, initially there was some confusion. I said, ah, don't cut it. And then it was... Uh, well, that was something your mother said, though. Yes. All right. Uh, Pitmaster. Yeah, what's going on? Uh, First off, yeah, I, lo I love the show, okay? I'm a long-time listener, first-time caller, but I'm t I guess you're tired of hearing that. Nah, not from you, Pity. Okay, okay. Well, my question is, uh, I guess it was just last night. I got re really paranoid, and I, I, don't know, I got real scared, and my brother told me that it was called night terrors because I'd had that kind of experiences before. About a couple of years ago. You woke up in the middle of the night and had this? Yeah, this was last night. I, I understand. Any more details about exactly what happened? Did you wake up suddenly and you were acutely paranoid when you woke up? Yeah. Were you actually awake? Uh, yeah, I believe I was. <laughs> did you cry out? No. And what did you think was happening? I, don't know, I kept getting scared like something was going to happen. Just a feeling okay, of... How about this? About three years ago? Yeah. I woke up in the middle of the night, and I thought I was going to get up and do something, and I couldn't get up. Something was holding right, me down. Right, right. That's more of a night terror. Okay. The, the, and, these are, and these are disorders of sleep. They are usually brought on by some psychiatric disturbance, like depression or some repressed... Uh, so it's nothing serious? It's nothing serious. They can be associated with neurologic disorders, like seizure disorders, that sort of thing. It'd be worthwhile that you have a doctor evaluate you just to make sure it's nothing else. Uh, but it is not an uncommon thing. You're at the age where these things can happen, and the people typically will either feel frozen, locked in, and when they wake up, they really aren't actually awake is really the, the deal. Or they'll wake up, they'll sit up suddenly and scream out and carry on in you know, an altered state and uh, then not remember it in the morning. And these are disorders of sleep. Never have nightmares anymore. I have uh, a dream you're falling or being chased. That's nah, what I, I have know. annoying dreams. Uh, I hear you yourself talking? <laughs> True. Uh, are you taking some sort of uh, UCLA extension uh, stand-up course that I'm not aware of? What is uh, up with you in the last y you are my two months? You are my teacher. Uh, put that on a cart. Would you, uh, Engineer Mike, please? Uh, I have dreams where I wake up. Uh, sorry. Uh, 
I go out to the street and I go to my car and someone has taken the carburetor off of it. And what and, happens? And I go, oh, man, that's going to be 350 bucks. What a pain in the ass. What kind of car is it? It's just any car. I mean, my car. It isn't like a Corvette or... A... No, no. Nothing spectacular. It's just pain in the ass dream. Yeah. Similar to being hit with the, your own scrotum. I've, no, that was, uh, that was a uh, two-hunchy... Yeah, that was my last real nightmare. Uh, deep end of a swimming pool, couldn't get out, and uh, two elderly, uh, haunchy women uh, beat me uh, to a pulp with my own scrotum. But I think most people go through that. <laughs> Savannah, 14. Hi. Hey. Okay, um... My question is, okay, I got really drunk at this party, um, like, last month, and I had sex with these two guys, and um, I just found out that I'm pregnant. At the same time? Um, it was the same night. Mm. All right, so you had sex with one guy, and then you went off and had sex with another guy. And we don't know who the father is. Yeah. Okay. I'm not sure if they use condoms or not, because I've had sex since then, but I, but um, all the guys use condoms. Okay. All right. Um, I smell gambling. Oh, absolutely. All right. You'll you'll be our first uh, you'll be our first wagering call of the night, Savannah. <laughs> All right. Hold on. We got to go to break. All right. Uh, Jacinda's going to come in here. Uh, bring money, Jacinda, because we're gambling on this call, and uh, bring a little something for me too. And we'll be back with Jacinda, Savannah, and uh, our wallets after this. Yo, G. The phone number for Loveline is one eight hundred Love one nine one. Loveline, right back. When you're ready to buy a car, you got to go True Car because True Car is changing car buying forever. Yes, True Car helps car buyers get rid of the fear that they might overpay. Everyday True Car users receive negotiation free guaranteed savings, and True Car users save an average of $3,221 off of MSRP. When you're ready to buy a car, just follow these three easy steps. Dr. Drew? First, download the True Car mobile app or go to TrueCar.com to find out what others paid for the car you want. Then, second, register to see upfront pricing information and lock in your savings. Yes. And third, third it's simple. Take your guaranteed savings certificate to the True Car certified dealer for a better, hassle-free car buying experience. Some features not available in all states with True Car you can save time, save money, and never, ever overpay. To see how much you can save on the car you want, simply download the True Car mobile app or visit TrueCar.com today. That's TrueCar.com. Hey, this is Shelly and Steve from Garbage, and you're listening to Loveline with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew. Hey, yes, it is Loveline uh, at uh, Westwood One, home of the novelty mic stand. Uh, really great. If they ever have a uh, radio circus, uh, Westwood Two should get involved uh, because they have all these uh, great stunts. They have uh, bottomless chairs and novelty mic stands. Uh, you know what? Um, at uh, Knott's Berry Farm, they have that like uh, kooky shack. It's right. a shack that's uh, all askew and it, yeah. it feels like you're walking uphill, but you're really going downhill. That's kind of what Westwood wanted. They must have the same people. Uh, uh, who uh, worked over at Knott's Berry Farms uh, building their studios. All right, Drew. Mm -hmm. you, know, you, know, Drew hey, you don't have to look at me and tell bad jokes. Drew doesn't. Uh, just shut up, Drew. You know what? I, after, hold on a second, Jacinda. <laughs> a after going over that tape, I realized, uh, realized what a coward you were uh, when we had uh, Alexandra Paul in here last night. Why? Because here's what happens. I shoot my mouth off, and everyone hates me. 
Yeah. You sit back back there like uh, Mussolini with your arms folded and nodding in agreement. But uh, when the air check gets played, I'm the one who's mouthing off. Now, if no. they, I'm the only one who's outraged here. If they had a film, uh, you would be uh, just as uh, guilty as I would be because you'd be like it'd be like a guy standing behind Hitler nodding his head but, uh, but when the, he was going off. Now, wait a minute, you got to understand. I, I get a vicarious uh, gratification <coughs> for watching you go off. I don't necessarily agree with what you're going off. About, yes, so you I, do. I prod you a little bit just to mean I necessarily mm -hmm. agree. Yeah. All right. Like, I believe that. Uh, Jacinda Barrett is here. Jacinda and uh, Chris Hardwick is here, too. But don't talk, Chris. He's uh, he, he Chris uh, is from uh, Singled Out. And he fills in for me. And uh, he's uh, become a friend over the years. And, and Jacinda. Really threatened by you lately. Oh, shush. Yeah, shush. Let, let's just let me move on with this show here. Uh, Jacinda was, uh, I guess, her break came from uh, the real world in the U.K. And that was uh, that's a couple years old now, isn't it? Yeah, two years. And uh, you're mo you model before that, right? In Europe. Now, let me get a little uh, history from you. Where are you from? Australia. All right, I, I knew that, but I, I wanted the audience to hear it. And you started modeling at what age? At 14, but I started traveling at 17. So you, Full time. you just sort of modeled uh, in and, Australia? Yeah, while I was still at school. And then at 17, I took off and started traveling and modeling overseas. And how did you get hooked up with the real world, folks? Um, I was living in Paris at the time, and then they saw some tape, and I ended up going to... They actually cast like 25,000 people, astonishingly enough. You'd think they just choose random people for those seven, but... Well, it takes 25,000 to look random. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> to get a few good losers in there, too. Right. So um, anyway, flew to London a few times and uh, and met with the people there, and then they chose the seven. And it took six months for them to choose those people. That it, sounds like MTV. Right, yeah. <laughs> and not pay them. And then yeah, exactly. af after that, uh, you you we went back. I, I know you're getting into uh, acting now, yeah. but uh, after the real world, did you just go back into modeling, or did you start up with the acting? Um, I came here directly after because I was traveling like nonstop. And I came here, and I was still modeling, and still have been modeling all the way through. And I started acting then, but I went away to England to study. Acting. Right, right. I remember when. Uh, yeah, Chris yeah. was missing me. Do you remember that? Chris made a uh, desperate plea. I didn't pick up the phone, but it was on my machine, and it basically went. Uh, he he spoke like um, Superman when he was uh, in front of Kryptonite. Uh, <laughs> Jacinda, in UK, need porn <laughs> now. Must. Fine. That's a penis. I've heard about that. Oh yes, it was. Uh, he had it was, to find a penis. It was. Is that what you said? He 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 wanted to find his penis. That oh, was a uh, in Superman talk. Uh, that's the way it came across. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. Uh, <laughs> Funny, I never did that. <laughs> he sure he did, and I said I sent over a couple of uh, my bitches, and he was he was okay. fine, and he as long as he was satisfied. He sent over sent over a bottle of uh, Crown Royal the next Oddly day. Enough, I found the penises when he sent his bitches over. <laughs> oh, which was the I told him to keep them between their legs. <laughs> Campfire Tales is the uh, name of the. Uh, is, is this your first yes. movie? Yes. And uh, it's coming out uh, in the fall. Yes. And is it going to be, is it a, uh, like, independent-type film, it's or is it a big release yeah. thing? It, people, did you ever see The Last Supper? It was a big Sundance film. Saw the painting. Know. Did you? Yes. Um, so that was their first movie by the same production company, and then this is their second. And uh, it, uh, yes, will get domestic and international release. Now, are you just going out on auditions right now, or, um, I mean... I mean once this thing comes out, then people see you, and then it's easier to uh, go out and get an acting gig, I'd imagine. 
Yeah, of course. I mean, when people are seeing you and stuff, it's going to help. But if you don't have, uh, don't don't get condescending, <laughs> Jacinda. What, <laughs> what I'm saying is, is there's a little in-between time here, because the movie comes out in three months, and until yeah. then, you don't have uh, tape on yourself uh, making movies. I do movies. actually have some tape. Oh, you do? Yes. Can I see that? Sure. Okay. We'll, we'll send it over. Oh, you have acting stuff? Yes. Oh, okay. So use that. All right. Uh, you have your money out, uh, by the way? Yeah. What, what do I need the money for? Uh, we're gambling on a uh, phone call. Who was that? Savannah? Savannah yeah. uh, I think I actually have a dollar tonight, Drew. That's huge. Oh, it's my last so what, one. Oh, I got to win. Uh, here's, the, here's the way we're going to do this. Uh, put the buck in the uh, pot there, and here's the way we're going to approach it. Okay. Savannah is 14. Savannah went to a party, uh, had sex with one guy because she got loaded, and then went uh, and had sex with another guy. Same night. Same night at the same party. <sighs> And uh, since then, has had sex with another, at least one other gent. And she said several other. She did say several. Yeah. She's 14. She's right. 14. Right. And uh, is pregnant. Let's go, doctor. All right. That's what it. are we betting on? Well, hold on a second. Okay. Oh, damn it. Hold on. Savannah? Yeah. All right. Is, is that accurate? Yeah. Okay. Well, not several guys, just like two other guys since then. A couple of other guys. Okay. All right. We're going to gamble on your past, all right? Okay. All right. Now, here's the way the show works. We try to figure out what happened to Savannah. Take notes, uh, Chris. When I'm not here, gambling is a major part of the show. Uh, we're going to try to figure out what happened uh, to her. That's caused her to That's caused her to do this. Chris wants to participate. Chris is in the, in the podcast. To have so many sexual partners. Yeah, at 14. Yeah, and just, uh, it, it's not really a matter of numbers. It's more uh, the vibe that we get. But there's a general acting out that's going on here. And usually something came before that. Right. All right. So, Drew. Not, not usually, always. Why don't you uh, start it off mm. to uh, lead by example tonight? Um, well, jeez. Real chaotic family system. Maybe mom was uh, even hospitalized for, like, psychiatric stuff. She gets abused by somebody nearby at a young age. And mm -hmm. Off she goes. You're going sexual abuse, then? Yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm not sure it happened in the family, like a real, a real chaos in the family. I sort of feel all right, but no uh, incest or anything no, like that. No, nearby, the, uncle, like a, the neighbor, neighbor yeah. uncle, something yeah. like that. Okay, Chris saw the movie Kids, thought the soundtrack was bitchin'. All right, either that or she was running for freshman class president. <laughs> all right, uh, can we uh, can we get Bobcat Goldthwait <laughs> to sit in for me next time I'm here? Now tell us, Chris, what is it? What happened to her? What is her past like? <clears throat> you can just go with straight alcoholism. Okay, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with abandonment. I'm gonna say was abandoned by a, a male figure early in her life. Okay, and now um, so feels, dad just left. And dad dad left. Right, and and maybe doesn't have a good relationship that's fine, with mom. That's fine. And okay, and that's is cool. compensating with. All right, you know. dad's out of the scene. And it's a male early. male male. <laughs> How early did dad leave? Paternalistic figure. How early? Uh, I would say six to eight. Six to eight. Six to eight. Mm -hmm. Okay, Four. solid. Jacinda? I was thinking some kind of substance abuse with her. Oh, with her? Oh, sure. Because sure, the her parents, she's seen her parents, either her mother or father. Mm-hmm. Uh, either alcohol or, where is she from? Who cares? Never, yeah, You're going with uh, alcohol substance or abuse, substance yeah. abuse. Alcohol in the family. That's probably going to be there. Very solid. Yeah. Uh, well, she did that night, didn't she? Try, try to be a little more specific. What, what well, happened? Well, I'm saying that she's she's abusing substances <laughs> no, no, because she, but, but, her. But her parents, uh, you know, just go with parents were alcoholics and, and became That's abusive easy. when they were drunk or something. That would that would help. Yeah. But Drew oh. sees a big pot here and he wants to make sure everyone's nailed down the specific answer. Right. Another way Drew works. All right. All right. He's got a better chance. All right. Drunk and abuse. 
I will go with uh, abandonment uh, on the dad's side, but I will go uh, early, before six. Okay. Uh, so, Chris, uh, you have after six? I'm going before six. <laughs> so you're outside the line now. <laughs> Savannah. Yeah. All right, baby, what happened? Okay, um, you want me to tell you what happened at the party? No. no. Your, your early upbringing, your family. Oh. Well, I never knew my dad. Oh, thank God. I, my mom wasn't married to him. Are you sure? Maybe, like, you forgot by the time you were six or eight? Did she bring in other people into the it house? just her boyfriend. What did her boyfriends do to you? Um, well, the very first time I had sex was my mom's boyfriend. Oh. Mm. oh. Please, Adam, speak. Um, he needs no. what? The, the moms. Oh, oh yes. Uh, thank you, Drew. Uh, I, I will speak to the guest because Drew is tired of hearing this uh, tirade. Uh, we hear this <laughs> night after night after night. The boyfriend, uh, the... Um, the stepfather, uh, stepfather the came in, uh, the babysitter, and uh, the, the men that the moms bring into the house to uh, keep an eye on the kids is like uh, they're bringing the jackals in uh, to the chicken coop uh, to guard uh, the young chicks. It is pathetic. I, I, I know there's a lot of, um, I, I know moms are between a rock and a hard place when they're single moms, and a lot of them are a little effed up and a little bit desperate. But please, moms, uh, stop bringing uh, pedophiles and abusers into the home. That's right. It's one thing if they need to have an abuser to be in a relationship with. If mom needs to be abused because her dad was abusive, for crying out loud, Where? do not bring that abuser into the home in proximity of these children. I was going to say, how does the situation arise that that young child is alone with this man for such long periods of time that so he can abuse her? What happened with that, Savannah? Oh, with, um, well, my mom, she works and stuff, and um, he used to babysit me. Oh. oh. And, and did you tell her? Did you tell your mom? No. Did he threaten to hurt you if you did? Yeah. yeah. How old uh, How old were you when this happened? I was 10. Mm. So, uh, all right, so you understand why you're acting out now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you, you listen to this show? Yeah. W- w- let's deal with your mom. Was she pretty uh, kind of kooky herself? Well, I don't, I don't know what you mean by that. Did she, ever, did she have a lot of depression, a lot of problems? She has a lot of, like, mood swings and yeah. stuff. And yeah. some of my friends say that she's, like, kind of crazy, I guess. All right. All right, so I'll, I'll tell you what we'll do. Well, we'll we'll cover this real quick, and then we'll get to your pregnancy. Uh, Savannah, you were severely traumatized, and your uh, male selection process is way, way off. I'm, and it's going to be off for a while. And what you need to do is uh, take a little time out from dating. You you cannot be trusted to uh, get involved with relationships because whoever you pick is going to be the wrong guy by virtue of the fact of uh, the events that happened to you when you were young. I mean, you understand? And, and your your whole notion of intimacy and sexuality is going to be impaired. Right. It really is. It's going to cause you more trouble than it's going to help you feel better, even though you might feel better for a brief periods of time. It's not the solution. Okay, so what do you... Now, now wh- here we are do you know you're pregnant? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure I am. How come? Um, I took one of those home pregnancy tests. What do you plan to do with this pregnancy? Uh, I really don't want this baby. And uh, someone told me that if I starve myself, it'll... No, Savannah, please, please, please. Call, and let me give you a phone number. Hold on, you got a pen, Savannah? Uh, yeah, hold on. All right, go get one. Oh, if I starve myself. Oh, okay, I, I got a pen. Uh... Uh, when did this happen? That, well, it doesn't matter now. You're, you're definitely pregnant. Please, if you, if you have unprotected sex, there is a morning-after pill. You can take it within 48 hours of sexual intercourse. Makes you feel sick, but it's worth Makes it. you feel a little sick, potentially. Not always, but usually. How do you know? 
And uh, <laughs> just a guess. I heard it makes you feel sick. Oh. Hey, you saw the real world. <laughs> I didn't see that. Was that edited? Yeah, they they had. Uh, I bought the video. It's like cops, uh, you know, the uh, edited version or the unedited yeah. edited version of cops where they and show all the hookers' breasts. Uh, they have the same thing wow, with the real really world. This really is an educational show, uh, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, Jacinda was in her panties the entire the entire video. Here is the national pl national Planned Parenthood. You ready, uh, Savannah? Yeah. 1-800-230-PLAN. Plan. 1-800-230-PLAN. Uh, there's another crisis line I've got for you. 1-800-522-8336. 1-800-522-8336. And uh, there are ways to manage this pregnancy. At 14 in most states, I think you still can do it without your parents' involvement. Uh, <sighs> without it. So go do what you need to do here if that's what you want to do. Okay. What, what is this person? Uh, what could this girl do to to find a positive role model in her, model in her life? You know, after after she's brought up in that environment, yeah, it's not her choice. You yeah. know, what is she supposed to do? Uh, I I think what she has to do is, uh, and it, it's sad advice that we have to give to so many listeners, which is uh, just don't act out on anything for a couple of years. Uh, your sure. Im your impulse yeah. is uh, to do heroin. Your impulse is to uh, break a, a bar stool over your teacher's head. Your impulse is to have sex with the entire, you know, graduating senior class. Don't do any of it because somebody got hold of you. Somebody screwed you up, and you're going to act out, and you're going to get uh, pregnant. You're going to get HIV, or you're going to get thrown in jail, or you're going to get killed uh, before you're 16. And they're not doing it for the pleasure, are they? No, I mean, absolutely the girls are, not. They're doing it. Uh, they're not even enjoying it. They're going well, and having sex, and they're not enjoying yeah, it. it. It's a, I, I, you know, I'm not sure I can speak to the. No, it's the more insulin reason. than it is uh, Twinkie. <laughs> huh? <laughs> Finally, there's yeah, some sanity in the. And uh, listen, we got we're running late for All break. Right. Uh, I'm going to split the money with Drew because uh, Drew went with. Yeah, you guys got half. Off. What'd you go there, Drew? Uh, sexually abused by somebody nearby. Crazy mom. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll I, I usually go with under six too, and I went above six, and you, I, it's I should have stayed. You with played the a bad hunch. All right. We'll explain the uh, insulin and Twinkie <laughs> uh, uh, to Drew during the break, and we'll be back uh, with more love line. Welcome to the biggest show on earth, Thrills Galore, the strangest freak, the highest acrobat, and the funniest clown. Love line. We'll be right back. Roller, that is uh, Dr. Drew. Phone number 1-800-LOVE-191. Fax number 310-854-4455. Jacinda Barrett is here. And uh, also Chris Hardwick. They are uh, the uh, dynamic acting duo. Chris, you can find on uh, MTV Single Down. And uh, Jacinda, you uh, used to be able to find on uh, MTV's Real World in the UK. Well, you know MTV, they'll be airing it for the next 30 years. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> she was so beautiful when she was young. Look at her. Uh, and uh, she's now uh, parlaying this, uh, this MTV business and the uh, modeling into an acting uh, career. Where did you two uh, meet? I'm guessing at some MTV function. No, somebody introduced us over the phone and then... Uh... <laughs> We went out, and Chris got <laughs> very, very intoxicated that evening. What? Oh, I heard. I heard Adam was intoxicated last time you and uh, yeah. you sent across. Yeah. Up for the toilet? Do you remember what you were talking to her about? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She had a uh, tremendous clitoris. I think was that it. Do you remember how how you both described it? Uh, no, how did I describe it? You were uh, asking her, like, wh how, how it was shaped. Was it like a big flower or more like a little oyster? <laughs> I, <laughs> might, I, I may have used an enemy, but... Yeah, you know, that's the problem <laughs> with my job. Uh, you were all class. 
Well, hey. uh, this is the ambassador of this show out there. Please, uh, for, yeah. please. yeah, where's my sash? Uh, the point is, is we're waiting in line at one of those uh, porta potties. So uh, of course, the person next to you, you have to start jumping and talking about their. I didn't bring it up. Just, Jacinda uh, introduced me to her, and she she right after her last name went right into her uh, tremendous clitoris. That's right. I don't know if she was uh, pulling my clitoris or <laughs> she actually you has were, one. And you asked me, you were like, "Is this for real?" And I told you, "Yeah." And so you went over. And talk to her like it was for Did real. Take stero- oh, it wasn't for real. You know, it wasn't, I, I have no, this weird theory about getting effed up and having everyone screw around with you. I think this is uh, part of it. <laughs> but uh, why is it uh, whenever you uh, partake, uh, there's always somebody coming up to you and screwing with you a little bit? This stuff does not happen when you're sober. Well, it's I hope fun. I conducted myself like it's a gentleman. Fun. Yeah, you. Yeah, you're it sounds pretty, like it. You're pretty good. It's a mighty fine clitoris, <laughs> ma'am. What's its name? <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we ready to get back yeah, to the phones? Call, yeah. All right, we want to finish off with uh, Tyler, right. who was the first call of the night. Tyler. Hi. Hey, uh, you're 17. You called in. Uh, we talked to you about uh, 45 minutes ago. Right. And the deal was, is your boyfriend wanted oral pleasure, uh, wanted time. you to pleasure him all the time. Mm-hmm. And you weren't into it really at all, were you? Well, at first I was. But so you're not into it now. When it happens every day, I, mean, I just The problem is, you said to help this young lady. She cannot tell him. She is afraid of being rejected by him if she tells him how she really feels it about it. It terrifies me how many girls I know who are scared to say what they really feel right. to men. What? They're where scared that, to say Where is that no. coming from? Where is that coming from? You don't, I, uh, I you don't no. seem to be one of those people. It's <laughs> no, good, isn't really. it? You should be happy. But this is, re- this is really the thing. But not, not even, even in, in the context of an interpersonal relationship, because women have a much better sense of how to conduct themselves in intimate relationships, and they should be leading the way in, and men should be following, not putting their needs ahead of the woman. The woman shouldn't be frightened to demand their needs be met first, and that they be in control of how the relationship evolves. Really? Uh, how no, do, now, how can how can we make that happen? How can Tyler, for instance, learn how to do that? I I don't know. Is this her first sexual relationship? No. So you've been. I mean, how old were you when you lost your virginity? If you don't mind me asking. Um, fourteen. Mm. See, I I don't I don't know. To me, that seems really young. What? Did, why did you do that? Is kind of I don't mean to be. Uh, I, well, I thought I was in love, and right. then I also had his kid. Wow. So. You, Oh, you had different it? Different guy. Yeah, different guy. Uh, so you have a child now? A two-year-old, yes. Wow. Boy, there could... Uh, if we didn't just gamble on the last caller, there would be uh, money coming out of wallets right now, Tyler. So, I mean, you must have a lot of, I mean, command and respect with your child, right? You mm-hmm. don't have a problem telling him no when he's being naughty or when no. he's out of line. I mean, w- where is there a problem lying with your boyfriend? You can obviously take take command when you need to. Right. Well, he's just like, I don't know. I'm afraid that, like, maybe one day when actually I want him to pleasure me, he's going to say no because I wouldn't pleasure him. Uh, if that's the case, no, uh, that isn't it. But it's, again, it's, the, it's uh, oh, good, uh, uh, I've managed to retain the abuser, right? <laughs> right. Oh, good, I've kept him happy, the abuser's okay, and so he won't abuse me if I uh, assert myself. All right, this is like a boss saying, uh, uh, our employee shows up uh, 45 minutes late, he's drunk, he's surly, uh, but make sure uh, we have a fresh pot of coffee for him because we wouldn't want him to quit. Right. Right. Same deal. Tyler, this is a uh, retarded logic. But but somehow you you, uh, you you seem to be anticipating abuse from men. You know, and you're idealizing this guy in terms of uh, making him something he's not. If if he cannot accept you and care and nurture you and be concerned about your feelings, then this is not a relationship. 
And uh, you need to start setting an example for Junior as well. And I'm not talking about a sexual example, but just yeah. a, a sane mommy who's assertive. Mm-hmm. Uh, what happened to you, Tyler? What do you mean? When you were a kid. When I was a kid? Yeah. yeah. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing you like the last girl, no. You just got pregnant at 14 and... pregnant at 14. Do you happened. talk to your mom about this kind of stuff that you're asking us? No. No way. My mom thinks I'm not having sex anymore. Mm. <laughs> you, you tried it once at 14 and uh, that and was enough? That was it, yeah. Oh, that, that's, a, uh, that's a naive mom. Definitely. But where's but dad? Um, Oops, where's dad? Dad's here. What's He's that? here. Really? Yeah. Do you have an open relationship with anybody in your family? Um, my little sister. <laughs> but she's a lot younger, right? Yeah, she's 14. Were you doing drugs or anything when you got pregnant? No, nothing. No. All right, uh, Tyler, assert yourself to this guy, and if he uh, gets PO'd and leaves, it's good. Okay. You understand? Yeah. All right. It's hard for people. It's hard. Yeah, yeah I know. Oh, why? Especially like when you're 14. when you have a kid. Oh, at fourteen. You, you but why are so many people having sex so young? Well, young women are looking for somebody to rescue them as much as anything, and they idealize these young men as to be somebody who's going to marry them and have kids with them. And they, they, in their mind, there's this huge history, a future history, well, you know, laid out before them. When the guy is interested in none of that, but they can't, they can't imagine that. I blame it on friends. Yeah, I think everyone wants to be Ross and Rachel. They're fourteen. Oh, look, let's be cute oh, like that. Like <laughs> well, you know, but you, you make. I'm starting to talk like you now. I'm picking up your. Uh, you know, keep I'm, working uh, on it, George. Yeah. Fourteen. I on love line. Hi. First of all, I want to say, Adam, Drew, you guys rock, and um, and I want to say to Jacinda that I've always thought you were the coolest. Yeah. And you just kick and i just want to ask if you remember it's good that chris is there too um a few months back like in october or something when we faxed chris here to come over to our school here? oh yeah and i uh, called you guys yeah you guys called her back that's Stephanie. right and we yeah. had a long conversation yeah you guys had a conversation and i was pretty pissed off at her for not telling oh you you're the oh i remember i heard all about what you. happened no, Chris was filling in on this show, yeah, and he you brought the facts him? home. And he brought the facts home because they wanted us to come to the school to talk. Mm. Yeah, we we needed like somebody to interview us. And since I've always like, you know, I've always thought Jacinda was the, like the ultimate best. And the only way we can get to Jacinda is Chris. So we <laughs> we facts. It's Chris. a common problem in my career, isn't it? Yeah, but but you rule too. Uh, first Jenny McCarthy, now Jacinda. <laughs> well, that's not forget Carmen Electra. Uh, oh yeah. Can you get her on the show? <laughs> yeah, dude, totally. Oh, that'd be I awesome. Think she'll sleep with you. Oh, really? Yeah, man. Hey, uh, George. Yeah. Why are you so nuts about Jacinda? You're from the real world? Ever since the real world, I just I I didn't like you know all like the fake girls and stuff like I don't like Carmen Electra because she's just way too fake for me. No, but yeah. It, but like Jacinda, I mean. You just see her, and that's like that's how she is at home. And she, All right, I, I don't want to put you on the spot here, George, uh, but uh, you're 14. Yeah. You watch a lot of MTV. Oh yeah. Uh, they run that Real World pretty late at night after the folks. They don't. Uh, they don't run the Real World four anymore. Have you ever masturbated to her image? Oh uh, no. Really? No, I haven't. Why not? <laughs> Why not? I, I respect you, Jacinda. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> All right, George. All right, I just want to say that you rule. Who? No, you. 
You, Jacinda, Thank and you. all of you, all of you there right now. Right, yeah. and and what about Chris? Chris, Chris kicks. Oh, okay. I, I'm just sort of the Duke. <laughs> I'm I'm like the liaison between the king and queen. <laughs> <laughs> Entertain us. All right, um, we got to go to break. Uh, Chris, why don't you get me an herbal tea? Uh, Wait, do you want sugar in that? Uh, surprise me. All right, and uh, we'll be back with uh, Jacinda and Drew after this. Kick it. I want to love you. Cinder Barrett is here from MTV, and we will be back in 10 seconds. This is Loveline on Radio Station. 98 KUPD, Tempe, Phoenix. All right, uh, more love line with Jacinda Barrett from the uh, Real World and um, Chris Hardwick from Singled Out, both uh, MTV folks. And uh, Campfire Tales is the name of the uh, feature that uh, you can find Jacinda in out uh, in the fall. Yeah. You don't have a specific date, just uh, no, I don't. But when it starts getting a little cold and it gets dark earlier, yeah, uh, look for we'll Jacinda in the theater. Also, uh, Jacinda was was it recently in uh, People's uh, 50 a, Most like uh, Beautiful ago, People? A month ago or something. They have one a year, this, this right. special. Oh, show. yes. It's huge. Adam was up for it. Were you? What yeah. did you get, too? Uh, like the most 59 hairier. and you got... Yeah. Yeah. I was, what uh, do you think lost it for you? Uh, I think um, it was the hairy crack. Thank you, Drew. Was it? No, I I don't. I'm not in the running for these things. I think uh, I have uh, too big a brow, or something uh, for this. Oh, now, how how did you get into this? I don't, I don't mean to be condescending, I, but do they just pick uh, randomly, do. or do you have I've a publicist got, who no, uh, goes to petitions? I don't petitions? even have a publicist. So no, I didn't have a publicist. Um, I don't know how they chose me. They just chose randomly. I actually saw an article on it on Dateline, and they start with 300 and narrow it down and narrow it down every single week. And then they end up with 50. And I don't know how and, I got chosen, why. But it's something like, it's not a ride-in thing or anything. No. It's not like no, the uh, baseball uh, all-star no, game. But, but publicists do. I mean, they, they really try and get their people in that because it's a good issue to get in. But right. um, ultimately, people make a decision. And they yeah. don't care what publicists submit. And they, uh, so basically the editors of people all sit around and they come up with a list of names and they probably have your picture, I'd imagine. Yeah, yeah we did an article for them, so they had our pictures. And uh, then they just sit down and uh, narrow it down. And did you come in at one number no. or you oh, just, once no, you're in the no, top 50, yeah. you're in the There's top no 50? There's no numbering. You're just in there. Is it 25 guys and 25 I ladies? No, no. There's probably more women. Well, as, as well it should be. Yeah. And um, and you know what else is yes, really funny? If you type my name up on the internet, this is really funny. We were going through it, and and they a few things came up with my name, and one of them was nude pictures of me, which, of course, aren't true. But they were advertising people from the that 50 Most Beautiful People list, nude pictures of them on the web. And is your and head you pay, on a different body? No. You pay the money, you get in, and then you find out it's just a lot of crap to get you in there. You mean they don't, they don't no, produce anything? No, they don't anything? have anything, nothing. We thought it would be superimposed. Incidentally, I have that membership for another nine months if you want to come over. And, yeah. Know, <laughs> I, I want to I see uh, Emilio Banderas. Banderas. Emilia is some nice Chris barnyard photos of, uh, yeah, they don't have from pictures. Sweden. Yeah, uh, oh, sure. Chris should have been in that uh, top 50. Mm. 
Now that you understand, it gives you more leverage in the relationship now. Yeah. Uh, because you're uh, of the 50 most attractive people That's in the right. United States. So he better not screw with And uh, he's. <laughs> He doesn't really have enough money. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, Sherry, 26. Hi. Hey. Um, my question is about gay people. Um, I have an aunt, and she has three boys, and they're all in their 20s. And her oldest one came out of the closet about six months ago, and she kind of had some trouble with that. And uh, her youngest one came out of the closet about four or five days ago and then brought his boyfriend home. And I was just wondering, could that be like any kind of genetic or... So two out of the how many brothers uh, are gay? three boys, and she's really starting to worry about How much do they know about that? How much um, is genetic? How much they really don't. It's like anything with human behavior that uh, the, the controversy goes on. And as is often also the case with human behavior, there usually is some contribution of biology and genetics and some contribution of environment. And there is some evidence that there are sort of neuroanatomical differences in people who might be more predisposed to getting becoming homosexual. And there certainly are lots of theories about the environmental issues and upbringing and parental relationships and whatnot. Well, the youngest one right now, um, he's, he is claiming that he was molested when he was and 11. That, and that is a common way that uh, men get stuck in their sexual orientation. Molested by one of the other yeah. brothers? No, by, well, by a stepbrother, but... Um, what do you want to bet the older brother was, too? No, he wasn't. Well, anyway, uh, be that as it may, uh, why, why would you immediately run to a genetic uh, explanation, not environmental, since they were also all raised in the same environment? I don't know. Well, see, that's her biggest question right now. She really doesn't know how to handle this. She's really... Well, well nature or nurture, uh, just look in the mirror. <laughs> I mean, uh, she, she's the reason. Either way. Well, whether whether it, uh, I mean, if it's uh, some gene thing, then the she passed gene, the gene right. on. And if it's uh, because she brought some uh, step guy into the family and uh, screwed him up or played too many Judy Garland records when they were too young or whatever it is, uh, mommy uh, was there every step of the way. Well, I have, I have on the other side of my family, on my father's side, yeah, but what, I have know, an aunt that used to dress her little boy up in dresses and take him out and... Right, well, He's that's, gay, and I don't that's, have yeah, any question about that. About the fact that it is environmentally uh, yeah. influenced, at least. Well, but as look, far as the yeah, but you see, I mean, you never know, because uh, the guy could have, uh, you know, ended up being a, um, uh, ended up to be a hockey player or something. You know, I mean, my mom was a health food nut, so I now uh, shotgun pie filling out of cans uh, just to <laughs> combat mom's uh, health food attitude with me. But I think every young boy, uh, you know, when you're a kid, you put on mom's wig and some makeup and a dress and you tuck your little pee-pee between your legs. Uh, and you pretend, uh, don't, doesn't everyone uh, do that? Yeah, you yeah. do that? You head down to the mall and you yeah, make some sure. money. Didn't everybody do that? So, Chris, is this something that you tried when you were a kid, you know, putting your mom's wig on and tucking your pee-pee between your legs? Um, you can't prove that. <laughs> Uh, but Jerry, you know, I, I don't. It's all on the website. Th th you're, you're you're thinking you're thinking awfully uh, negatively about these poor guys who happen no, to be gay. I, I'm not. But look, but the, but everybody's. How are we going to fix them? How are we going to deal with them? I mean, look, they're her sons. They're who they are. They've changed. They they've determined their sexual orientation. Whatever it is about their uh, their environmental uh, in, uh, their upbringing that has resulted in these behaviors, they resolved it, and they now hopefully have mature relationships, and they happen to be gay relationships. That's the way it goes. Uh, she needs to love her sons for whom they are. Sean, 27. Yes. They are uh, on with uh, Chris and Jacinda. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey. 
All right, uh, my question is for Dr. Drew. Yeah. Um, I was injured um, a few years back, had a shattered testicle, I and I was wondering, uh, well, you know, crushed testicle, but I was wondering, um, does that, I was, for the whole weekend. Hold on, hold on, hold on. A shattered testicle? Or, well, you know, or crushed. A, or a fractured testicle? No, 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 a crushed, like, you take a hard-boiled egg and you go mush, and that's it, that's what you get. Did it get taken out? Yes. It was taken out. How did it happen? Uh, I was uh, in the Navy, and um, some guys were messing around, and I told them to knock it off, and one guy, you know, came at me, and then um, one guy held me while this other guy hit me between oh. the, with his knee, and he caught it in the inside of my thigh, so that was it. It popped. Whew. So. Uh, anything happen to those guys? Um, not much. 15 days restriction, extra day. It's like being told by your parents, hey, you got to stay home for, for 15 days and do extra work. That's it. Wow. Was this out at sea? No, no, no. This is uh, just during the Persian Gulf War. I want my Purple Heart. No, it was during the Persian Gulf War, and it was yeah, down in Long Beach. It. So. Yeah. Uh, so, Sean. Yes. All right. So, you, well, at least uh, you got out of there, right? Um, yeah. They sent me to a, a dry dock in uh, Point Loma, San Diego. Wow. So. All right. So what's your question? All right. Um, the whole weekend it sat there. They didn't really do much for it. Um, mm -hmm. The whole weekend it sat there in the, the blood and stuff, and it was all swollen. Yeah. And I was wondering, would that raise my chances of having maybe cancer in the other one? Since no. It sat in there for no. the weekend? No, 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 but they could have perhaps saved the testicle that was damaged if they'd gotten right on it. Yeah, that's what they told me. There was nothing they could have did for it because it was... Uh, Too badly injured. In, yeah, in bad shape, but it happened Friday morning, and I didn't get to the hospital until Monday, like evening when yeah. they actually opened me up and yeah. checked me out yeah. oh boy that must be, the pain probably got worse over those two days too uh i don't know because the testicle basically dies yeah it's it was to break down it's just a mess oh is that a long weekend yeah i was pretty much asleep the whole time i don't remember most of it so because you were so oh, gee, oh they give me they give me motrin though oh beautiful you uh you couldn't have uh, demanded medical attention um, well, they, I went down there, they took me down to medical, and they just, uh, looked at it, told me, go to your rack, here's some Motrin, and... They didn't and know then, what they were looking at. Yeah, then the next day, it was all swollen, and so they sent me to a hospital, and the doctor wanted to keep me, but there was no, because they didn't notify the, the medical doctor on board to stay that you had someone that might be seriously injured, so he left, so there was no one there to sign Saturday to let me stay at the hospital. So they had to bring me all the way back to the ship because no one could authorize me to stay at the hospital. Wow. So then Monday they made me get in my uh, Navy uniform and go over to Balboa, which this was happening in Long Beach, so I had that two-hour drive, oh. three-hour drive to the hospital. Uh, I would have rather stepped on a landmine in yeah. Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I really would have. One more reason to go to college, everybody. And that, by the way, is another reason why the people with this kind of injury don't go to health care is they, they want to deny hey, It's okay, it's okay. Right. Yeah, they don't want to know their No, I, Wait, Would he still be able to get a woman pregnant? Now? Yes. It should not affect your fertility. It will definitely not increase your risk of cancer. All right. Uh, but we all uh, we all send a nut out to you because uh, I think as uh, Jacinda, you can't identify. Perhaps your friend with the tremendous clitoris would identify. I'm sure she could identify. Allison, 18. That's her name. Hi. Tremendous. Uh, no, Allison. Oh, oh. But you, you, but you but call her. She's not 18. You call her TC? For oh, uh, tremendous clitoris? Uh, I think I'll start doing that. Please do. Hold on. I want to talk to you just for a second. What kind of people do you hang out with? Who uh, I've never met this woman in my life who would approach me with this problem. She's a very open young lady. Yeah. Yeah, she's very friendly. How old is she? 
she's 32. And uh, does she How have? How old are you? I'm 33. Oh. Does hey. she have? Does she have problems? No, no, well, she's she's all right. We we're just stuffing around. We we're being stupid, so okay. you were looking, walking along, looking pretty wasted. So we thought, <laughs> hey. <laughs> Adam, Imagine me. Uh, wait a minute. Wasted at a concert? Please. I'm insulted. Uh, Allison? Yeah? All right. You're 18. Uh, you're on Love Line with Jacinda Barrett from the real world and Chris Hardwick, who's not from the real world. Hi. Man, I hope I don't get you guys in trouble from calling you when you're at work. <laughs> um, what? I can't hardly hear you guys. Hello? Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. I'm a teen parent, and um, I just broke up with the father, and... Um, he broke into some girl's house and um, stole her underwear. And um, they had—I guess he did it more than once or twice—and they had to put a video camera in there. Oh my God! And um, I'm just wondering if I should go visit him in jail and stuff and have a relationship since he's so—I don't. Know, this guy is an asshole. Uh, I know. Where did that come from? That's a—that's uh, <laughs> a spirit of drill. <laughs> Uh, you want to know whether you should uh, visit the guy who, who... He's in jail for stealing the panties. But why was he stealing the panties in the first place? I don't know, because I just spoke up with him, and then he went and did this. Who was, who was the girl? Um, a family friend that he knew, like, his whole life. Well, this guy... Weirdo. ...is got problems. Uh, you broke up with him, right? Yeah, this Let, is after I broke up with all right, him. No, 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 no. Let's stay with you. You broke up with him, right? Yeah. Was that to get him out of your life entirely? Yeah. Why would you go back on that? Oh, I was just because he did so much for me when he was the father, and he didn't... Wait, 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 wait. Stay where you were. He, you broke up with him. Why did you break up with him? Um, he was... We argued, and he was a screamer, and, and just because we argued so much. So the relationship wasn't working. He was emotionally abusive. Yeah. And, the, and you wanted him out of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh -huh. you, did you want him to still be in your child's life? Are you raising the child still? Yeah. And did you want the father to be around? That's what I, I don't want him to be around, but um, some of the men in my life are guilty me, saying that that's, like, really wrong for me to keep him out of the child's life. Uh, he he has got some... Uh, the panty bandit? Yeah, he's got some problems <laughs> with his uh, sexual... Yeah, uh, this is behavior. a guy you need... Uh, this is a molder, yeah. this guy. Uh, this guy should be uh, running uh, youth camps and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we, we, we take our, our brightest minds and put them behind bars uh, as if this was, uh, you know, uh, Russia under Stalin. Uh, this, is, this is horrible. This is an outrage. This man should be out uh, walking free. Uh, he should be working um, in the undergarments uh, department of Macy's. Mm. Uh, this is an outrage. Yeah, you, he is suspect uh, because he <laughs> abused you. Uh, bake a cake and put a pair of underwear in it. And he does weird things uh, with the uh, his sort of sexual... Uh, yeah, behavior. he got caught on camera um, masturbating with oh. the underwear. All right. There's somebody All right. better out there okay. for you. All right, that, that, <laughs> I <laughs> hope so if it's not. End of story. I would be There's worried. There's a uh, corpse out there who doesn't <laughs> steal underwear. I would be worried about better. Him, being in your child's life. If you wanted to have... Oh, supervised visitation once a week or something, that would be reasonable. But there's no reason you should be having a relationship with this person with whom you had a glimmer of health by recognizing this thing needed to end. Don't go back on that. <laughs> what is the matter with you, Allison, that you, now that he's in prison, you, you, now he's in a position to have a relationship with you? She likes yeah, a man in a uniform. <laughs> no, I don't. I have a, a new... Because um, I want to... I have a new boyfriend, and I want him to be the father... But all these um, men in my life are guilty of me saying that. What do I have? Hold on, hold on. I, I gotta, we're, we're gambling again, but hold on, Allison. I need just a moment with Allison. 
First off, I want to get to the uh, bottom of the uh, panty controversy here. How is it that a guy comes in and steals panties a couple of times and they decide to uh, put a video camera in the room? I mean, how do you even know when a pair of panties have been lifted from your drawer? I have my underwear stashed all around the house. I keep a pair in the glove box. I got a pair underneath the kitchen sink. I wouldn't know if someone came in and stole a 10 pair of panties, except for I would probably tr stumble over their corpse uh, on the way through the front door. So, Allison, how, how did they know what was going on with this? People. I haven't talked to the victim, but... Um well, stealing panties is a victimless crime. We, we have talked <laughs> really to people on the show before have had that happen to them, and it's a, quite a violation. It freaks women out when that happens. Really? I would take it as a compliment. <laughs> All right, but uh, so they actually hit a camera in the room, mm -hmm. and then they saw him breaking in uh, to yeah. the room. Yeah, they knew who it was immediately. Although he had probably been a guest at the house. Oh, oh, wait a minute. My baby has something, okay? Okay. Right. Maybe it was a candid camera episode, and coincidentally, it was like the talking <laughs> panty. And then this guy came in and started masturbating, and they couldn't use the tape, so they took, they took him to court. Okay, I'm back. Huh. Hey, uh, Allison? Yeah? So he, he knew the people whose panty, uh, panties uh, he stole. Yeah. Right. He was um, friends with them his whole life. Right, okay. So then they found the videotape, uh, and they saw him masturbating with the panties, and that was enough to send him into prison? He must have done something else. Well, um, I don't know. He got convicted of felony burglary and mom, 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 go take care of that kid, please, please. Child's more important than us. What did you take away from her? Oh, he got a hold of something really small. You're praising a choke on it. Yeah. So somebody is. Away. Why don't you go pick him up? Tend to him. <laughs> Wait a minute. I can't stand Here's that. Here's your Baba. There you go. Okay. All right. Uh, Allison. How old are you? 18. I'm 18. Why do you need to bother with this guy's problems of stealing pants? It just, I mean, you have a child to deal with. Yeah. We're yeah focusing on child. Because we have a child together, I know. No, no. He, he, he should not be alone with the child. He should have supervised visitation, if anything. And that's it. You should not be having a relationship with him because you have a child. I don't want a relationship all right, with that's him it. at all. That's it. Okay, fine. There Good. Hey, you answered your own question. That's go. enough of him. All right. Okay. Uh, better no dad uh, than uh, panty panty banded dad. <laughs> it really is. And I this guy, this there. guy would have a child uh, with the comforter of uh, uh, the house that he stole the panties from, if that was possible. Oh, it, you, do you want to know why this country's heading? Uh, please move back to Australia now, Jacinda. Why? Because uh, this country is going straight into the garbage can. I was can. just talking to Drew about that. It's terrifying, the calls you get and the things that people believe and will put but up But it with. brings out a really sweet, endearing Mr. Rourke-type quality in Drew. The, your child is crying. Uh, Tend to him. Tend to him. <laughs> Do not bother with us. Let him suckle your bosom. <laughs> okay. That's <laughs> one step further. Desiree, 19. Oh, you guys have kids. Oh, no. We, we couldn't handle you know, one between you know, the two you know, of us. lactate, too, when you hear a child crying. Uh, I'm lactating now, but it's just not out of my nipples. Desiree, 19. Yep. What do you need? Um, I just want to say, Chris Hardwick, you are the hottest. Oh, my God. Everybody's talking about Jacinda and stuff. You're totally hot. Anyway. Um, you know, 14-year-old girls, they're the ones that go for Chris. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. As soon as that Sick. 15th birthday, though, that's it. Yeah. Anyway, um, I think they like, have this problem. Um, every time I'm in a relationship, it seems like guys just totally fall in love with me. Even if I don't have a relationship with them, even if they're just my friends, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it's like 
they totally just are way into me and want all my Adam, attention. Wait, Adam's going to shed some wisdom. But go Desiree, to, go, go to town. you're so intriguing. Uh, <laughs> I find uh, myself mesmerized as well. <laughs> uh, you're, you're good looking, right? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, or you have large breasts, as uh, Jacinda's frantically gesturing yeah. uh, across the console. Uh, no, do you no. And if you have both, uh, average. average breasts, but uh, body. better than average body. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, oh, you're attractive. You've been told you're attractive, okay, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, what happens is, is uh, guys uh, you ha come across are going to become attracted to you, whether uh, it be friends. Uh, co-workers, even uh, some family members after a certain number of Chardonnays. We, we, uh, men are uh, pathetic that way. We, we cling and we uh, idealize and we get uh, involved with people that we don't really even know just based on appearances. Okay, like, here's my big problem with the whole thing. No, men, men do do that. What no, is your I mean, big like, problem? I, I've had, like, most of the boyfriends I have are long-term. And then that's the whole situation. And then I start to feel really bad and guilty and I can't break up with them. Mm -hmm. And then I go through this whole thing, and finally I just hit this point where I break, and I'm like, oh, I can't be with you anymore. And then they don't understand, and then I feel guilty all over again, and then I start doing stuff with them again, but I still don't want to be with them, but they mm -hmm. think that I do. Mm -hmm. And it's just, I don't Wh know. Why do you feel so bad about yourself in general? God, I, I don't know. I yeah. mean, I'm totally, it's weird because I'm so outgoing with other things, but when it comes to relationships, I just can't deal. You just don't feel good in relationships. But this is, wasn't her initial question, was it? Yeah, but she, she's having trouble in relationships. That's what she's telling us. First, yeah, first it just, just seems like, you she, know, she I doesn't, mean, She doesn't view herself realistically, so she can't understand why guys would get preoccupied with her, and she gets blindsided by that when she's nice to them and gets involved with them, and boom, they're, they're really involved. She doesn't see it coming. Mm. And then when she is involved in a relationship, she can't assert her real feelings. She can't even identify her real feelings. The guys don't realize what's going on until she can't handle it anymore. And then suddenly she cuts it off, and they're confused. True. You know more about people's relationships than they do after talking to them for 45 seconds. How is that? I don't know. It's a common thing. All right. Uh, Desiree? Uh -huh. Is that right? Is that accurate? Well, yeah. Yeah. And it, it has to do with how your relationship with yourself, how you feel about yourself, how you view yourself. How you view yourself in relationships. Think about how you conducted yourself in relation to your parents, for instance. Here's the thing, though, too. You know, I mean, I see all my friends, and they're they're in these abusive relationships, and the guys are really mean and stuff. I've no, never... no, you're not. No, no, no. That's not you. That is no, not I you. Know, you're you're more. You're more of the. And, and you're so Desiree. Feel... You're more of the eating disorder variety. Did you have an eating disorder? Uh, <laughs> kind of. Yeah. All right. Now I'm giving uh -huh. Drew. Uh, let's all give. No, Drew, no, uh, uh, hold on. Hold on, Desiree. Everyone, give Drew a dollar. God, he's costing me more money. That is stupid uh, advice. You have to pay for me to. That is that worth two bucks. That is worth a dollar. That's two dollars for Drew. Can I, can I just take my shirt off or something instead? What do I? <laughs> I'll give you a dollar. <laughs> Strip you know diagnosis. What? I think he's hairier than you. That's oh really? really? That's not true. Right. Not okay. his ass. No. Well, Jacinda, he shaved this morning. Look at him. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. Uh, 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 undo you your shirt a little there. Oh, you guys haven't seen my sunburn. Oh, jeez. What? Yeah, I, I do have you're a hair. Look how hairy he is. Yeah, but your yours is mossy. Mine is nappy. <laughs> do you trim Come yours? Come on and grab some of it. Look how long no, he's No, I don't are. trim how's mine. Your, how's your burn doing? <laughs> No, all right. Where'd I'll you show get you the, I'll show you the burn. <laughs> it's a thong back. I'll show it. You don't. Oh, God. Oh. That is disgusting. He was in the gay pride parade. <laughs> Men in G strings, there is nothing, 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 nothing worse. No, 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 no. You don't understand. I wear it backwards. So, uh, one testicle oh. over each side. It's oh, like the right visual the image of that is not good. Well, that's impressive. 
Uh, let me tell you, if, uh, if some guy's wearing a thong back uh, on a public beach is a $50 fine, I would be slapped with a $1,700 <laughs> fine. Uh, that's the only way I know how to describe my ass. All right, let me finish with Desiree. Desiree, this is about you and your feelings of lack of self-worth. Uh, somewhere along the way, your parents uh, got over-involved with you in such a way that you never had an, an opportunity to develop a sense of yourself. Uh, look into that in your relationships. Uh, begin asserting right. yourself. Begin taking care of yourself in relationships. Right. And uh, after all, what? Uh, please, what? Drew. Listen, she's not finish, listening. Right? You, she's listening. You hung up on her. Practically, Christ's sake. The, the deal is that what else is a is a personality except the way in which we conduct ourselves in our relationships with other human beings? That's what care. That's what personality really is. Yes. And when if that is not evolved properly, you end up with disorders in your relationships like this. Okay. I'm done. All right. Um, commercial. Okay. You want to sell the hell out of the next call? No, I'll go to commercial. Good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so you like fake boobs. Because you can't tell the difference. I can't? Well, most guys can't. Adam okay. likes them better. That's the thing. It's better than nature. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah I, would, gonna I would rather have smaller malformed fake breasts than large real breasts. Why? Malformed. Yes, I would take I would take a uh, like? I would take a B cup uh, that were horribly misshaped and malformed uh, as long as they were silicone. Like one of them was in the shape of Hitler or something, or like right. what, what's malformed? Abe like Lincoln. Two little hard oh, okay. lemons. Right, rather than uh, <laughs> two large, perfectly shaped, naturally Why? formed breasts. That's ridiculous. I just enjoy the fake uh, aspects of oh, women. Really? That, that's all. <laughs> No, no, I, I'm a breast man, but I don't. Uh, How do you feel I, about labial collagen? I would. <laughs> is there such a thing? Uh, I'm, there oh. must be. Drew, have you ever heard You're of a labial collagen? Never heard of it. Big but, lips but Chris topic. is right. There must be. All right, uh, we're here with Jacinda Barrett from. Uh, well, you knew her, and uh, probably still know her from uh, the real world in the UK, and uh, her better half, uh, Chris Hardwick, who you know from Singled Out. And uh, Jacinda is embarking on a film career. Well, what about TV, Jacinda? Or more TV? Do I have an interest in it? Yeah. That's what you're asking. Are you, um, do you go out and audition? For yeah, I do. I do. Um, I personally love film and have more desire to go in that direction, but doesn't every actor. I think. Right. But, um, yeah, I, didn't, I don't watch a hell of a lot of TV, except you guys, of course, because you're just unreal and talented. Yeah, that's and what I wanted to hear. Are, are, oh. are you modeling uh, as well? Yeah, I am, but I, don't, I just don't have the time, really, to do them both. They're both full-time jobs, so it's one or the other. Mm. And right now it's acting, because I choose to. Wait do a minute, wait a minute. Uh, you're, well, you're doing a film, or you just finished a film. Yeah, finished. Campfire Tales. Uh, but you're kind of between gigs now. I mean, you could go out and model, couldn't you? Yeah, and I still do. But it's just that it takes so much time to do the both jobs that right. you have to be devoting yourself to one or the other, but, mostly. But you could do but the you, do you could do the modeling drunk, yeah. couldn't you? Uh, yeah, and p some people do, but not all the time. And what kind of modeling? What, uh, what did you do mainly when you were at, at your modeling height? When I was doing it full time, I mean mostly print, just because there's more work for magazines and for advertising. But then you know the shows come in seasons, and you do the shows in London, New York. Paris. Mm -hmm. You move with them. They go from Milan to Paris to London to New York, and you go with the shows. And do you... Uh, I'm trying to figure out how this works exactly. It's hard work. Um, I need a sports analogy, really, otherwise I'll never clearly understand it. What are you trying to work it. out? Well, I'm, it, you move where the shows move, well, no, right? And I understand they're, they're that. They're the Italian designers, right. the French designers, and they go one week there, one right. week there, one week there, and you do... And as the, the models have to move 
to each place when the show But do on. you have a specific designer that you're working with, and when his show opens in Milan, you go there, and when his show opens in New York, you no, uh, will go there? Or do you go to each town and wait to get picked up, or how does it go? No, well, what, what happens is you'll go there before, a couple of days before, and you'll see everybody. You'll get a driver, and they'll just take you around to see 10 different designers. And mm -hmm. You'll see them all, and then you'll get booked that same evening for the shows. And then you'll do up to four shows a day, which is just hell. You, go, you run from one, rinse your hair off, rinse your makeup off, and then they do it all over again four times a day. I mean, that's harsh. But there's, a, home till there's the opportunity that you could go to Italy and not yeah. get picked, not find any work. Oh, yeah, and many, many, many girls do. I mean, there's girls that go over there with big aspirations and big hopes and end up not being able to work, and they go and do something called Dancing for Dollars, where they'll go to a smaller city in Milan and get paid about the equivalent of 100 American dollars to dance with Italian rich man and whatever, because they desperately need the money, and they don't want to go home. Have not you ever been to uh, the Sultan of Brunei's Palace? No, not recently. Okay, I had to ask. You uh, had some tips. <laughs> Chris uh, flew over there for 75 bucks and a Boda bag and gave uh, a guy reach around once. I, <laughs> I heard. No, he was on his back. <laughs> was, there was no reaching around. Tom, uh, 15. Yeah. Hey. Hi. Hey. Okay, Adam, I think you guys are great. Um, here's my problem. In my last relationship, as soon as I had sex with my girlfriend, the relationship ended. And in the relationship I'm in now, um been it for about three months and my girlfriend wants to have sex and I'm like don't really want to because I think it's going to end again if I You're do. afraid she's going to leave you because of what happened last time. What what happened last time? Well as soon as we had sex like, a couple days later she said that she just didn't want to go out. Right but what happened sexually? Um, nothing really. How was the experience? Well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> how did you perform? Uh... He's 15. Oh. oh. She was probably so young she was scared of it herself. Yeah, she probably was angry with you for putting putting her through that, so to speak. I mean, she probably blamed you for oh. causing her to and do that. And how old was she? she? How old she was, was she? She was pretty good. How no, how old? How old was she? Yeah. W would you s it wasn't an uncomfortable experience for you or her? Um, I'm pretty sure it was for her. She probably lied about it and said it was good. Uh-huh. And, and here's what I'm getting at. I'm, I'm not trying to be cruel, but uh, did you, um, you know, did you pull any boners, uh, pardon the pun? You, uh, you know what I'm saying? Did you start laughing maniacally in the middle of it and start yelling, finally, <laughs> finally, like I always do when I have sex? <laughs> Or I'm coming home. I'm coming home. <laughs> or did you uh, did you break wind at an inopportune time? Or uh, did you uh, knock over a bowl of grenades point. near the bed? Right. Uh, you, you know what I'm saying, Tom? Um, no, nothing like that happened. It was just uh, good, uh, wholesome. I wouldn't blame yourself. Lengthy sex. Yeah. Okay, so why would you, uh, I, I understand the sort of conditioning thing, but you're not so naive that you believe every woman dumps a man after having sex. I mean, why would you believe that your new girlfriend would dump you uh, 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 just uh, because you had sex? Does this new girl want to have sex with you? Yeah, does, she does. She wants it? Yeah, she wants it. But you're scared? Yeah. At 15, I wonder how honest that motivation is, where that's coming from. From the know? girl? Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, she could still have the desire to do it. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. necessarily have to be 
No, no, right. That's right. But, that's right. Tom, answer my question. Why are you so naive that you believe that the relationship is going to end the same way the last one ended just because you had sex? I mean, you realize everyone's different, and this doesn't happen very often. Do you think your, your penis is cursed somehow? Um, no, it's just about the bad experience. don't want it to happen again. Did you tell her that you're afraid of that happening again? Yeah. And what I does did. she say? She said she's not going to do that. All right. I right. It sounds fine. About it. Yes. Don't expect it. If you're looking for it to happen, it's going to have a higher chance. Right. It's triggered something in you that where you fear abandonment, fear loss, and okay. uh, somehow you've now coupled that with this this behavior. And it, it's not the behavior so much as that relationship. Um, but he certainly shouldn't feel forced into doing it. You know, I, it sounds like he's really uncomfortable. Uh-huh. What? Uh, no, we're just uh, moving. <laughs> That's all right. I often talk to myself. We're moving the screen around. L listen, it is tough enough for a guy to perform uh, these days at 15, um, much less. Uh, and what sort well, of experience are we drawing upon? What I'm saying is, is <laughs> Senor Corolla. Here's what I'm, here's what I'm saying, and uh, Chris, you, uh, you'll back me up on this. It's a little different age. We're living in the uh, age of, uh, you know, computer uh, sex uh, on the Internet and uh, everyone with uh, pornography and VCRs and all this. I mean, uh, a man really has to perform these days at a much younger age. And, uh, you know, his penis is not ripe yet. When you think from seeing all that porno and stuff, they think they've got a level to perform at. Well, they have something to compare it to. I mean, in, in, look at it this way. <laughs> when you had... When, uh, let's say 20 years ago. I can hear the radios clicking off now. No, please. Drew, listen to me. Porno from 20 years ago, you would have had the most unruly pubic hair. <laughs> it always, Greasy. All right. Well, I'm just guessing. It yeah, always involved great. sailors, too. It was great. <laughs> this is Adam's favorite time wow. in the history of porno. So 20 wow. years ago, uh, I was four and you were five. <laughs> we're watching that porno, yeah, with the sailors. Well, All right, here is what I'm saying. Most women... And uh, men, by the age of 15, 16, because of uh, the advent of things like the Internet and computers, have seen a penis, have seen erotica, have seen uh, insertion shots, have seen uh, very uh, graphic erotica. Right. Uh, you go back 20 years, and your average 15-year-old had not seen any of this stuff. I'm here to fix the sink. Now, you can, <laughs> you can see a man's penis at 15 now and say... That's nowhere near the size of the penis I saw on my, uh, just downloaded off my computer uh, a week earlier or yesterday. I'm just saying, a g and a guy must it's perform. It's Photoshop, Photoshop. A guy must perform at an earlier age. Uh, people are having sex earlier and earlier. Are they not, Drew? It seems that way. All right, I, I can see. Uh, the the, uh, the room has turned against me. I think the people at home know what I'm saying. I get this all the time. Uh, <laughs> I, people come up to me and go, uh, that stuff you were saying the other night is sheer brilliance. I don't know what the problem is with that goddamn Drew, but uh, I was banging on my dashboard and honking the horn all the way from home. All right. Uh, Drew, hmm. why don't you send us in a break, uh, Your Excellence? Uh, we'll come back with a break from the break with a question from Andrew. <laughs> That's it, like he can't even do Lucinda. that. Uh, 14 years of radio, ladies and gentlemen, and he can barely uh, put together a sentence. Hello, is it? All right, it is uh, Love Line with Adam Carolla and Dr. Drew and Jacinda Barrett from uh, the real world and uh, Chris Hardwick, her uh, boyfriend and concubine from uh, Singled Out. Uh, 11 MTV seasons and still going strong really only uh, a year and four months in normal TV time, but uh, 
How many seasons has... Uh, I'm going to let you get back to the microphone install here, but uh, how many seasons has uh, Singled Out been on now? Seventeen. <laughs> Seven. It's been... Uh, this is our fifth. We've done 320-some uh, episodes. Oh, my God. And uh, you still enjoying That's it? That's a lot of chest and package <laughs> categories for the kid, isn't it? Uh, are you enjoying it? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's my lifeblood. Is uh, Carmen working out all right? Um, yeah, she's she's been fine. She's been great. I've been watching you guys uh, from the beach house. I mean, but let's be honest, okay? Oh, it is yeah. not the most cerebral show on television, so it's not exactly like it requires some sort of a <clears throat> some sort of a PhD to. I mean, I'm referring to my job as well. Yeah, so. but you you bring your own sensibilities to it, even if uh, you you're you know shoot right over the head of the room. I know, isn't that funny? That's Most all right. Chris is an intelligent, educated guy, and he he brings his own sensibilities to it. And uh, people are laughing at home, just like uh, here at Loveline when Drew's got a puss on and Anne's <laughs> got a puss on. And I, I still didn't get the Twinkie and the insulin. Uh, here was the uh, <laughs> you one's see for enjoyment. Here, yeah, here's the analogy. Uh, it, it was uh, a girl who was uh, having sex, and uh, Jacinda, who's a model, for Christ's sake, from another land, <laughs> got it. And uh, don't take that the wrong way. But, uh, oh, sure. No, of course not. <laughs> Next I feel so intelligent. Thanks. But the, the, the point is, is uh, no, you know, you know I, I Oh, yeah, of course. Charming. All right, here's what I'm saying, Drew. The girl uh, was having sex, not because she enjoyed it, like most people do, but because she needed it on a, on an emotional level. That's and I said, sex is not like a Twinkie for you. It's like insulin. Well, I, just, I just didn't get wh why you would choose those two. I, just uh, what would you way. use a Twinkie for, Drew? Because uh, you wanted to eat it. Just right. But you, uh, why, but, and why insulin? Just... How come I don't use insulin? Because you don't... Uh, the, the problem is that you're... I don't need it. Right. Okay. The, the problem is... You, uh, do not poke holes in my logic because of your inferior brain, Drew. No, you're bringing up images of a diabetic, and a diabetic taking a Twinkie is... is like, oh, okay, but that's because you can't get out of doctoral mode for just a second. All right. All right. <laughs> Angie, 22. Hi. All right. Um, I have a question for Jacinda. Yeah? Um, I am in the middle of possibly getting a contract overseas for three months. Mm-hmm. Where to? Modeling, sorry. Where? Um, Thailand, Hong Kong, possibly Japan. Right. I'm sorry? No, no, right, go on. And I just want to know if you'd heard anything about this, because my mom and I, of course, are pretty, you know, like... Well, how is it coming to you? Is it coming through an agency here? No, it's an agent. It's, she's just the woman who, like, finds, con <clears throat> excuse me, finds contracts. I'd be careful. I know. Oh, that sounds bad. Well, I went on a contract. My first time overseas, I was 17, and I went to Japan. Mm -hmm. But I went through a, a huge modeling agency in Australia, through a big modeling agency in Japan that had a great reputation. And I was fine. It was great. Made a bunch of money. Mm -hmm. And Japan, Thailand, Hong Kong, you can make a lump sum and come home with, you know, get a great car. Yeah. But. But you got to put out. <laughs> But there are a lot of situations where um, girls get over and find themselves being hostesses in nightclubs and things oh, yeah. like that. So Did you pay this woman some money? No, not yet. Um, my f the thing is that... What do you mean, not yet? No, I haven't talked... Where do you live? I live in... Uh, I live near the Bay Area in San Francisco. So you can see a major modeling... Elites in San Francisco, aren't they? Mm -hmm. 
go see a major modeling agency and and if you go through a major modeling agency you won't you won't go um a wrong a miss or whatever yeah, I'm and if, to you, say. if any if they ask you for any money it's a no sh no not at all the the thing is i um met her like a few months back modeling for an art school just um photography shoot and she had offered me one then and i said no because i was going to school and then this weekend i bumped into a college or high school friend of mine and she told me you know i have this agent and she went for a while and she said it was great and uh, your friend did go overseas yes she did for six uh, weeks and through did she go through this woman yes she did and have they sent pictures of you over already no then how could they be sending you a contract if they've never seen you? That sounds like a scam. She offered me one. No, but she, she, she would have had to send your pictures to the country, and that agency in Japan have said, we love her. Otherwise, how, that, you know, how are they going to well, know? Well, I would think um, because it's the same woman. This is a woman from an agency in Japan. Uh, no, no. She, she lives here. No. Nope. Right, I'm tired. Sounds I'm, confusing. It's not I'm, good. I'm, I'm tired not, of this. Not a good thing. I like looking at models, but I, I can't talk about models. Well, I, I don't. I, can't, I don't care how possibly good it is. It can't be worth the risk because it does not sound right. Well, right. her friend went and had a good time. But maybe her friend liked to do hostessing or something. I mean, who knows? Okay. Maybe. All right. Uh, well, listen. Here's the point. Uh, Jacinda has modeling experience, but she can only tell you about her experience. And uh, we're not going to be able to decipher this over the radio. Uh, take your time. Uh, talk to your friend. Uh, suss out this woman. Go, go to, to a major modeling agency. And, and, a, and ask them about this yeah, woman. Yeah, they'll What's tell her you. reputation? <coughs> Chris, 25. Uh, hi. How you doing? Good. Um, I have a problem. Um, let me give you a little bit of a background. Uh, about five years ago, I got involved with a girl. Um, she was 14. I was 20. Oh. We had a child. child is three years old, going on four. Um, we've been living together for going on two years now. And we just moved. And she left me. Left me holding the bag with everything. With a baby. Excuse me? With the baby, you've got the child. Maybe she was late for homeroom. What are you doing going out with a 14-year-old girl when you're 20 years old? Uh, I didn't know how old she was when I met her. She was mature for her age, Chris. Were you, were you busy rescuing her from something? No, no. Uh, l l let, me, let me intervene here for a second. We get this a lot. I didn't know how old uh, she was when I met her. Um, it is one of the first things uh, that comes out when you meet somebody. Uh, what's your sign? Uh, what do you like to drink? And how old are you? Number two, uh, when you then find out uh, that is a stop sign. Meaning, uh, I could go out on a couple of dates and then find out that Jacinda's sister was 14. Then that would be it. I don't care um, how uh, deep my uh, carnal desires uh, went. I would not do anything. I wish she would be 14 and that would be it. When did you find out she was 14, Chris? couple days after I started seeing her. Okay, oh, wow. so big deal. You found out a couple of days and you did nothing. I'm tired of hearing the lame justification argument of, well, but love has no temporal boundaries and age doesn't, ma age matters. Absolutely. At, at that age it does. A lot. Right. All right, so where did she go? Well, she went back to her, her father's house. She took the baby with her. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, we've been together almost five years. We've been, you know, we were engaged to be married. How long have you been living together? Um, how long have we been living together? Two uh, years. 
Uh huh. And uh, so, what do you? What does she say she wants now? She says she hasn't loved me in two years. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what she told me when she walked out. Um, and another thing is she was diagnosed with bipolar mood disorder. Mm. Right. And I, I've talked to her parents about this, mm-hmm. and they say like the the changes may be a part of this mm-hmm. bipolar mood disorder. Sure. sure. So, uh, what is your plan right now? I I don't know. See, I, I I would like to continue the relationship, but she won't talk to me about any of this stuff. She won't tell me what's wrong with our relationship that we can't go on. Mm-hmm. It's like we're spinning our wheels. What does she want to do with, uh, about custody? Well, she she wants to agree on a joint a joint custody. Mm-hmm. Um, All right, so she's pretty serious and has thought this out. I mean, this is this is part of the deal when you get involved with someone who's 14 is uh, they have no idea what they want, who they want to be with. Uh, they hitch uh, their... I think even someone who's like 18 or 19 still doesn't, you know... Right, but, it, but it, at, it, at least you, know. you have, you know, the, the picture's starting to come into focus at 18 or 19. At 14, it's just, uh, it's just a, uh, it's a blur, it's and a kaleidoscope. And be some point that she hits where she says, oh my God, what else is out there? Well, right. Especially when she's tied down with the child. Drew, what's the law on that as far as uh, custody when she was impregnated at 14 by someone who's over the age of 18? Can he, can he get some sort of a... Um, retro legal problem for for impregnating oh, uh, I don't know what the statute is I mean how do how do you fight years. custody I mean you know it depends on the state and I don't know well, I don't legal. know that. All right so Chris but but I'll tell yeah. you what uh, there is more than just bipolar illness here too I mean a 14 year old that checks up with a 20 year old leaves home you know, gets has a child all right. a lot of chaos all right. here All right all right it, it, it's a mess we've all agreed on that Here's the deal uh, do not get mired in her bipolarness. It, she sounds like she wants to be apart from you. I, I hate to uh, be the uh, the bearer of tough love, but she thought it out. She said she didn't uh, hasn't uh, loved you for two years. She wants to work out joint custody. She's moved out, and bipolar or not, she does not want to be with you. Basically, gotta let it go. So you. Do Take I, do care I of the kid. With though. the fact that the last two years have been almost a lie. Well, I mean, they're, they're, we, we've had good times. It, it, yeah, but but listen, Chris. Except for two weeks. Chris, ago, Chris, Chris. Do not. Uh, I've done this many times in my life. Like uh, some sort of uh, FAA official sifting through the wreckage of a uh, bad crash. Uh, the plane went down. Uh, many people died. It's time to move on. That's all. You don't need to know the reason. You don't need to sift through the uh, rubble. Well, the, 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 she, big, the yes. big hurt comes when I have to deal with her in with my child. Right. It, I mean, it, I, listen, Chris. Everyone goes through this, and now you now now it's your turn. It's a bitch. It's painful. It's too bad there's a child involved. It's, it's, but uh, this is uh, what millions and millions of Americans go yeah. through. Why you chose a 14-year-old so you could control her and uh, sort of raise her like a like a veal. Like a veal, exactly. And that's why you think uh, about protection so you don't get yourself in these situations. She's a per- she's a separate person with her own desires. Well, and uh, ultimately, you 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 got what you deserve because you plucked up a 14-year-old. But take care of the child though, because if she truly is bipolar and she's having all these sorts of other sorts <laughs> of emotional issues. Uh, 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 he, well, uh, don't worry, don't right. worry. That child will find a uh, when that child is thirteen. We'll find a uh, lovely twenty-seven-year-old uh, con 
uh, to hook up with. with. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Believe me, you'll be haunted uh, by your own past. Uh, so, Chris, I know it's tough. Um, deal with it. Hey, that's good advice. guess I actually pick up uh, on the way into the studio. Oh, wow. <laughs> so uh, I may get a BJ in the car before tomorrow's <laughs> night show. All right. Uh, Chris Hardwick, thank you very much. Jacinda Barrett, thank, thank you. Thank you. I really Camp just Bradness. tagged along, actually. I know, but funny. I figure as long as you're here. Campfire Tales is uh, the name of the uh, movie you can find Jacinda in yes. uh, coming up. And uh, also, uh, go to the library and pull out that uh, hey, uh, people's that most uh, beautiful... Well, it's probably not in the... Is it still in the newsstand? No. No. All right, so go to the library yeah. and uh, and check out... Uh, it, I bet you Jacinda's picture has shot. a hole in it somewhere. <laughs> what? It's a leg shot. Oh, it's I think I've seen it. You're I'm like tipping, hunched over. Yeah, I'm tipping eyes out yes, of the like yes, legs. Yes, I won't, I won't say what I said about <laughs> that in front of your boyfriend, Chris. All right, so uh, Patrick Dempsey tomorrow night. Uh, also, uh, Dr. Drew and myself, Adam Carolla. Until then, uh, the Sam Carolla doctor saying mahalo. This, is, this concludes another PodcastOne.com program.